Hello, welcome to Dad Made, a podcast for creative dads. My name is Corey Miller, joined by my lovely friend, Kyle Adams. How's it going, Kyle? Hello. So kind of you to say I'm lovely, Corey. You are lovely. Kyle, listen up. I'm going to be real, real with you. So when we're recording this right now, this is actually our first time using our intro music while like doing the thing. Although I'm going to go back and I'm going to put it on the other episodes because you can't have a podcast. It's just, you can't do that. But we do like in every single one of those, we're like, oh, there's no music or whatever, but there's going to be music. (laughs) If you've gotten this far, dear listener, just know it's all movie magic at this point. You know, the best thing is most people won't listen to those first few episodes and... For new listeners coming through, we're going to try to bury those first few episodes That's right. pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. You know what we do need to talk about, Kyle? This, we'll get into the episode. We need to talk about when, when are we releasing stuff? Are we doing that soon? Should we do that like tomorrow? What I was thinking is that we would record for a year and just release it. And <laughs> just, not release. Three. just not release yeah. and just record. <laughs> this is just therapy for dads. Honestly, it is for me. It really is for me. <laughs> All right, man. Let's talk. We... Um, What are we talking about today? Let's talk. Do you want to talk about the second? We have two options and we're totally, this is like, we're so organized and we know what's going on. (laughs) Let's, let's talk about making time. Let's, let's do that one today. That one sounds a little bit more fun than the other one. We'll we'll talk about that one. next. We'll talk about technology next time. I think that that will be a a fun one to talk about because that's been on my mind. I'm thinking about that, but um, same actually. Yeah. Well then should we talk about that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about technology I, then <laughs> let's do that let's do it okay let's do, let's do that yeah. <laughs> this is terrible we're literally the worst podcast host there have ever been that's for sure no now we've just teased a future episode well then where the we're going to talk episode, about making time for your kids exactly that's obviously that was the plan the it's whole time coming up it's coming up well let's talk about technology then um the the whole the whole thing i want to talk about our topic of today is um how we're handling technology with our kids, how we're handling like a changing world of technology. Um, like how are we thinking about uh, social media or devices or computers, the internet, YouTube, streaming services, entertainment, any of that stuff. Um, AI, I mean, that's like kind of a, a big piece of the conversation right now. Uh, and just some thoughts. I don't know. Like it's, I, I will say I don't know that I have all of it sorted out, and a lot of it is just we're learning on the job. Uh, but that's that's our topic today is kind of how we're thinking about that, and um, maybe how things have shifted and changed, and and yeah. I think about this so much, Corey. Like, so my daughter's five, and she's not at the point where she's well. She she already talks about it right? Like having a phone or having a laptop, but she's not at the point where she really thinks she should have one. Yeah, yeah. But it is weird. Like I keep just seeing her with technology that I would, I didn't have when I was that age. Yeah. I think we're at this weird, I'm pretty sure both you and I would fit in this category of, we were at the point when we were born and we were younger, it was pretty uncommon to just have technology that you carry around and use every day. Like yeah. there was a computer at home, but otherwise you didn't have all these, maybe not even a cell phone for a while. Like yeah. it was pretty bare minimum with this. And so I feel like now going through this with my daughter, it's like the there's so many things <laughs> that she could use now and she knows how to use now. And it's, it's just weird. It feels 
it feels weird. In some ways, I'm glad that she understands this stuff early on so that she could do even cooler things in the future. But then there's the other part of me that's like, she shouldn't really like know all this stuff yeah. <laughs> right now. You know, it's like she shouldn't know how to get on a phone and like find the photos app and look through photos at five years old. Like that just, I know that sounds basic, but that feels wild to me for a yeah. five-year-old to like understand that. And it's otherworldly. Like, you know, you were saying when we were growing up, we, we had a lot more limitation in that just because the technology didn't exist in, in a, a mass consumable type of a way. Um, and so we didn't really have uh, a blueprint at our age. Like I'm, I, we're both in our early thirties at the time of this recording. And um, we didn't, so we didn't have a blueprint. Like our parents didn't have all of the technology that now we have. And so figuring out how to like create boundaries or like make decisions based on all of that technology. Um, like my, it's so so because of that we I have to kind of extrapolate a little bit and say well what were the things that my parents did try and address or that they you know tried to think about on at that time and it's like we had limited screen time what we called it we just called it time like computer time or whatever we get on and play Tie Fighter or whatever on the PC that was a really that was a great game and. Um, you know, Commander Keen and Cosmo and like Duke Nukem stuff, <laughs> dating myself a bit here. But um, but that was, I, I was thinking about it. And I was like, that was really the only limitation on technology that we had to have because we just had the one computer. We didn't have phones. We didn't have any of that stuff until, I don't know, I was in my teenager years, my teenage years. Like, I think I got my first phone when I was 14 or 15 or something like that. No, uh, yeah, fifteen. I think fifteen because it was after I moved to California, um, and and so this blueprint that doesn't really exist is now we're having to sit here and go, oh, of course they're gonna wonder when they get their thing that we have. You know, like they see my wife and I with our phones all the time because that's just a part of our lives, or my laptop or whatever, and so it feels like a normal piece of life. Um, that for us, and that's a thing that now they have been modeled to. And, uh, and now they're at the age, like I know yours is not quite to this age, but you know, my oldest is at the age where all of her friends, well, not all of her friends, but a lot of her friends have phones and they have these apps. And, and now we're having to navigate that of like, Oh, like, what do we do? I don't know. We have to try and figure this out and trying to be responsible, but also not trying to be, um, like too restri- restricted, like un- like trying to do like allow freedom at levels. I suppose has been. It's just weird because I just don't. There, we didn't learn any of that stuff. It feels like we're making it up as we go. Yeah, like <laughs> I'll be honest that that part of it, the part that you're in right now, freaks me out so <laughs> bad on a regular basis because <laughs> I remember being a kid and like. You know, if we got a hold of a video camera or something, we did we did dumb stuff. Yeah, <laughs> stuff yeah, yeah, that yeah. I don't want anybody to see <laughs> twenty years later. You know, like yeah. I, I just was being a kid, and I know that even if even if you don't have like if you take care of your kid and you make sure like okay, maybe you don't have a phone or you don't have like TikTok on your phone or whatever it might be. There's a chance there's a friend that has those things yeah. and parents who aren't 
taking that into consideration as much. And so just the thought of like having these goofy videos just like go out on the internet and never really go away is kind of terrifying to me because it it doesn't Mm. like, it doesn't let kids just like have fun and not have any like embarrassment or repercussions potentially down the line. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It's there's, I wonder how your what your thoughts are on this of um of trying to figure out timelines, I suppose, because like our perspective is well, they're gonna have access to this technology at some point. And so we're actually doing them a disservice, like keeping them from certain aspects of the world, you know, like because I, like if I never let the girls understand what a video was, you know what I mean? Like I hid them from videos until they were 18 and then they get out in the world in 10 years from now or eight years from now, whatever it is. And there's all of this stuff and they're not ready for it. I would rather them learn about those things in a controlled environment that I can start small and kind of open up as we go. Um, and, but, it, but it's really difficult sometimes. Like one of the most relevant ones is, She's starting to collect phone numbers. So, so this year, my daughter started coming home from school by herself, my oldest one. Um, and we live in Vienna. It's very safe. Um, she takes the public bus home, you know, whole deal. It's, it's, it's wild that that's even happening. But um, in order to do that, we said, I want to be able to um, know where she is. And so, um, and, and for her to contact me if there's an emergency and so on. And so we had an old iPhone mini, one of Christiana's old phones. I think it might even be like an iPhone five SE or something like that, like really old, um, cleaned it up, whole deal. And, and so she gets a limited amount of time on it for texting or for doing calls and stuff, but that's just part of her. We kind of bundle that into her overall like daily screen time amount. And, um, but now she's like asking for, she's like, can I have a phone number of my classmate, you know, so that we can text each other. Um, we can say hi and stuff. And I'm like, yes, I I think so. You know? And then she's like, well, she says that she only has WhatsApp. Do, what is WhatsApp? Can you tell me what WhatsApp is? Can you show me on your phone? And I'm like, oh, no, there's like app installing and like, there's all of this. Th- I just, ah, it's such a weird thing to, to have to teach someone how to use that stuff, you know? So anyways, I, I guess the question is like, what are your plans for, I guess, technological societal integration <laughs> for years. Yeah. Um, so we've thought, you know, if we feel like she needs a way to communicate early on, like younger years, we would probably do something like a cellular Apple watch. Sure. Yeah. Because you can still make calls, you can still send texts, but you can't browse the internet. You can't really put apps on it. Like yeah. it has a nice like controlled nature to it, but it's still a good way to, to find people like not find people <laughs> to, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah. let her communicate to people is what I'm trying yeah, to get right. at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we've thought about that. I agree with you. It's, it's this weird balance of like, you need to help them be familiar with these things, but also not just go at it unrestricted and not yeah. understand how to use things and be responsible with it. Yeah. And what, like, the difficult part for me is just those external factors, the ones you can't 
control, right? Like even on a iPhone, for example, and probably something similar on Android, I don't know, but I know you can do parental controls and you can have certain things. You can also restrict like downloading apps and yeah. there's a lot of things you can do, but then there's someone else in their class or whatever that doesn't have all of that. Their parents aren't even conscious of these things and they're going to have exposure to that. Yeah. And there's no way to control that. And that like that part is what really just has me puzzled of like, Mm. I mean, maybe it's the same thing as if you choose good friends, they'll make good decisions type thing. And maybe that bleeds over into the digital world, but I just don't, I don't think, and maybe education is different now. Maybe there's things that people are learning that we didn't learn because we didn't have that technology, Yeah. but it just feels like it's, there's less consideration from kids and I don't, I don't blame them, but there's less consideration for what are the repercussions of doing these things and what does this do for my future? Um, So I don't know, like, (laughs) I guess that doesn't really answer the question. But I think, like, ideally, we would start with, as far as devices for her to have, like, some kind of way to communicate, like an Apple Watch type thing that's mostly just for communication. Um, And then maybe move into, like, having a laptop or something, like something that's here at the house that, like, we can give her screen time with. And then actually moving into a cell phone, like, maybe a little bit more into teenage years type thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's so peculiar, right? I I think what you know all of that has is reminding me more of is is something that's actually a, a deeper core value for me and Christiana as well, my wife. Um, that we want we want to be parents that have deep trusting relationships with our kids, so that if they are in a situation where they're exposed to something that we didn't have control over or their friend shows them something on TikTok that's creepy or weird or, or whatever, um, that we would have an environment here. And I think this is a piece of the technology decision is saying like, if I were to ask her a question or, or she was bothered by something, like my oldest was bothered by something, that she would feel safe to come and talk with us about it. And, and that kind of, I feel like is um, kind of one of the unspoken I guess needs of all of this, all of these pieces. And, and it's not even just technology. It's like relationships, it's, um, belief, like beliefs, worldviews, um, politics, like any of that stuff. I want my girls to always feel like they can come to talk and talk to me about any of that with no shame, with no guilt, with no fear of something. Like I just want to be able to talk with them about that. And so when it comes to these things, like, I think it's important to, it seems like it's important to also communicate like the purpose behind some of these decisions. Um, and we've talked about those things with our girls of why they don't have, or why they didn't have phones and why I don't let them just like walk around with them all the time. And she can use it in school, like coming home from school and like, that's it. And like, you can send a text to your friend, but then that's going to be your screen time for the day if you use it. And okay, well, why? Okay, because you're on your phone all the time. That's usually what I get, right? It's like, yeah, but you're you're on your phone, and I mean, among a million other reasons of like, yeah, but I'm in charge, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, like helping, like helping her, helping them see and learn about like 
what are the reasons why we're actually making these decisions? And, and it's because we want them to thrive and trying to communicate that at their age level is, is an interesting challenge because they don't always see that. They just like, they see the, the short term stuff and they feel that. And, but that's really my goal is to say, whatever this comes down to, we want to provide the things that she needs. And if there's anything above and beyond that, they can work for it. Um, or whatever. Um, but we, but I really want to like dial in that trust over time so that we can have those conversations and she can say, Hey, I think that I'd, I'd like to have more screen time every day. I think I'm old enough to handle it. Or I think I would like to try and download this app because I think that that would be interesting and I want to learn something about it. Um, and be able to have those conversations and not just like shy away from it because I'm scared of it. You know, like, um, I, I, I just see so many people who try and shelter their kids too much. And all that happens is when those kids get exposed to it, eventually they just run with it because it's like this really cool, exciting thing. And they don't want to have their parents involved with it because there was too shelter. There was too much sheltering and not enough communicating about the thing. And I know different people have different um, perspectives on this and different styles and that's fine. But, you know, I've, I've been around, I've been around enough to be, and I've worked with teenagers enough for the last, I don't know, almost, almost 15 years. Um, you know, my wife and I in various capacities and um, like teenagers are going to do what they're going to do at a certain level. And so the point is not like, can we make sure that we're making you into a mini me? It's, can we make sure that we're helping to build you into a type of person who has values that we think are good values and, and has um, trust in us so that we can have conversations about this, you know? And uh, because there's going to be times where it's like, Hey dad, what's AI and is it bad? Oh, I don't know. Let's talk about it. <laughs> you know? Cause that's a thing. Yeah. I think that's super important. And Really, it's part of the entire parenting journey, right? Like, yeah. you have these, however long it ends up being, 18 years, whatever, to like really help them understand how to navigate the world and how, how to be responsible about things and how to like shape their values and all those things. And technology is, is a piece of that now. Like, how do you use this responsibly? Yeah what kind of, you know, maybe they don't take those on for the rest of their life, but at least sharing, like, here's my view on these things. Here's how, um, like we believe you should be approaching certain topics or certain situations. Yeah. And I think the real control is being able to give them that advice, like being yeah. able to help them into it. It's not so much restricting them from the technology as it is educating them about it. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where I've like, this conversation's helped me a lot, honestly, already, because I've thought a lot about that. Like, I don't want to be so restrictive that, you know, we get to whatever college, we go off to college at 18 or 20 or whatever, and uh, suddenly it's like, oh, I can have a cell phone now and I'm going to do all the things I couldn't do before because I have yeah. to find them out and they just find it all out on their own. That's not like yeah. it's, it, it will teach them some lessons, but not some lessons you really want them to be taught, yeah. you know? Uh, and so I do want to go into it easy and I do want to like impart whatever wisdom I have about these things. 
but I also don't want to just like throw them in the deep end. So it's it's kind yeah. of a it's kind of a tightrope to cross, which I guess is sort of the entire um, parenting journey, right? <laughs> like yeah, you're, yeah. you're always walking these tightropes. But I like the idea of having those conversations and explaining things as you go, um, and really trying to like just make sure that they're aware of what can happen. I guess it's like, you know, going off to school is, is somewhat of a similar thing. There's going to be people who believe or do certain things that you don't necessarily agree with, or um, like maybe they have certain, uh, you know, I've noticed like at this age at, at five, there's some kids who can handle things really well. And some kids who throw a tantrum or scream or cry or, yeah. Or whatever and there's a mimicking that happens and we have to talk to our daughter about like you know that's like that's something that they're struggling with right now but that's yeah. not how you like need to approach these situations you know which is kind of hard to share but the point is that i think the way you use technology also bleeds over into those things and we it's just hard for us to see that because like you said we didn't grow up with this i mean I think the restrictions I had on technology when I was younger were probably the same as you have computer time. Don't just pick up the home phone and <laughs> call random people and yeah. uh, don't Which plug in a toaster without me <laughs> was the other one. Yeah. You did, but you did some crank calls in your time, didn't you? Uh, we did. I did that one time and <laughs> only one time because we called like, I can't remember. It was a friend and I, and we called some, I can't remember what it was like a, I want to say it was like a tire change place or something. Oh my gosh. And at first, like, you know, the first call was like, hello. And we both just sat there. Like, I can't believe we just called some random place. <laughs> and then we hung up the phone and a little bit later we got up the courage again and we called. And I just remember my friend was like, I, he said some joke and the guy was like, yeah. Yeah, looking back he was just trying to intimidate us as kids he knew what, yeah, what we yeah. were doing and he was like he's like uh okay i'm gonna call the cops on this number oh my gosh <laughs> and we like, and you go you like right. hide in the closet yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that yeah it worked we didn't see we didn't that make was any the past time of a of, of the olden days you know <laughs> the crank calls and the <laughs> yeah yeah there it's interesting like everything that you're saying i resonate with and it makes me realize and helps me realize and remember, not realize, but remember that no one else is looking out for your kid. Like that sounds like such a cynical, like, like rude way, but especially when it comes to technology, nobody involved in technology online is looking out for your child. And I say that in like, in thinking about how my girls really enjoy watching stuff on streaming, like on Netflix or on Disney plus or whatever. And usually sometimes for their screen time, they like to go watch a couple episodes of like the how to train your dragon series or, or whatever on, on the weekends, they get movies just on Saturdays and Sundays, sometimes Friday nights. And I have to be careful now when they use Disney plus, because if you log into like my profile on Disney plus, like you could have a zombie movie now on Disney plus and not that I have anything against zombie movies, but I don't want my kids seeing that 
because that's going to give them nightmares. And there have been times like where I'll be sitting there and I'll open up Disney Plus on the main TV in the in the like in the living room or whatever. And the image there is like something super creepy on Disney Plus. And I get that that's a corporation that's expanded beyond like children, but it's a reminder that Disney doesn't give a crap about my children. They don't. Like they're there to make money and that's it. Like that's the most like cynical perspective of it, but that's the truth. And so if I need to, I need to take care of my kids and what is coming into their brains because I also have to help them understand pieces of this world as they're growing up. And when they're older and they want to watch stuff like that and make their own decision, that's fine. But like at seven and nine, I don't need them seeing these creepy images. I think it was on there at some point, like maybe it was Netflix or maybe it was Disney plus. It was something like that, but like, the clown, the friggin' clown from it. I'm like, it's gonna give me nightmares, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, not good. And um, and it, and it's a reminder in all of that. Like, the reason why we have to stay vigilant is not because we're trying to like, you know, uh, I don't know, hide our kids in a bunker. Although I'm, some parents do that, whatever. Uh, but like, I'm not trying to keep my kid from the world. I'm just trying to like. You can't throw your child into the deep end when it comes to things of technology. These, I, 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 that's what I believe. It's like these are things of as you age, there's developmental levels, there's things that they can handle. Like my youngest right now, we're we're like <laughs> it's funny. It's almost Christmas at the time of recording. It's like November second, and um, and uh, and so just, you know Christmas right around the corner. And my oldest is like, okay, this year I think I want to watch Home Alone. And they've never seen it before. And Home Alone, it's like, come on. It's like PG. Like the, the worst thing that happens is a dude steps on a nail. Like that's like, yeah, you know, maybe, you know, conceptually it's a little bit. But we've been concerned about it for Melody because we're, we're worried that she'll get nightmares about them being mean to each other. Like, you know, so you have to balance this stuff. And, 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 and I just have to know like what's, what's right for my kid and what, what she can handle because nobody else is going to think about that stuff. Like you and I both know that there are many, many, many meetings that are happening as we, as we're breathing right now, trying to figure out how to get the next generation of, of, of customers, essentially. How do we get their data? How do we get their likeness? How do we figure out how to get their money and sell to them and all this stuff? And they want our kids to do that, you know, and, um, and I'm not, I, I, I hate talking about this makes me feel like that, like it makes me sound like this paranoid dude, but it's literally the truth. Like there are companies and people specifically hired to figure out what's happening with the next generation, generation Z, generation alpha, whatever, so that they can market and use psychology to sell to these people. And, um, and so it's our job as parents to determine whether or not we want that being as accessible to our kids. Like I don't want my kids to have Facebook accounts, you know, yeah, maybe even when they're 13, like I know that that's like the legal age or whatever, but like all that does is just surrender up all of their information and all of their data and allows them to be in an environment that I don't really trust. I don't trust meta. I don't trust Mark Zuckerberg. I don't trust Facebook. And um, when they're old enough to make that decision, that's fine. But I don't have any level of trust for these companies. Um, 
and I understand my own hypocrisy in some of that because like if I use WhatsApp or they use WhatsApp, guess what? It's owned by Meta, you know, and um, if they use a Google search, guess what? Google is just as bad as all the rest of them, you know, and yeah. it's just so tricky because it's so hard. Kyle, it's so hard to have these values when literally our world runs on some of these things, you know, like how do you raise a child to not Google stuff? Like that's such a, that feels like such a millennial thing to say, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this whole conversation is making me realize something very profound. Maybe it's because I haven't thought about the subject this deeply. Like it's a good conversation because we're thinking about it a lot more than I have in one sitting. But I'm realizing that technology, that what we're talking about, the internet more specifically, I think, is it's like having the public, being out in public 24-7. Yeah. It's the same concept. If you go down the street and there's a dude randomly walking down the street with a cart full of popcorn trying to sell it to kids, you have to make this, I don't know where that came from. You yeah, have to yeah, make yeah, the I decision of like, is this dude sketch and we shouldn't buy popcorn or should we buy popcorn from him? And the kids are going to want yeah. the popcorn either way. And you're going to have to say, you know what? No or yes. And yeah. explain your decision later. Like there's advertising happening when you go out in public, kids are, they're trying to draw kids attention to certain things. And you have to explain why you can or can't do those and why you can or can't go to certain places or why you can or can't participate in certain things that are happening and it's it's very similar to what's happening with technology it's just in now it's also in your home and it's yeah something you still have to like help them with and manage i guess the only big difference and maybe what makes us more intimidated by it is that it's like being in public but also having a mode of transportation to get to other places so you can't just like take them to um <laughs> this doesn't exist, but like safe google.com, right? It's like, <laughs> it's like this very safe place to Google things that they sure. can also quote unquote drive over to normal Google and look up stuff. Yeah, they, yeah. they don't have to like stay in one spot like they do in a public setting where you take them somewhere and they're in this yeah, yeah. environment where you can kind of understand what's happening. They are also equipped with transportation. And so yeah, that yeah. makes it a little more intimidating and a little more like, okay, I also have to like teach you how to drive at seven years yeah. old or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, but it also feels irresponsible to not let them have any semblance of transportation, you know? Like if I, I, I feel like with the way that this world is headed, I mentioned this before, I feel like I'm doing this, them a disservice if I keep them from every, like everything, you know, um, mm -hmm. if I don't show them you, some YouTube videos and how that works, or if I don't show them that text, how text messaging works or how to take a photo, you know, even something like that, you know, we're, we're talking a lot about internet and social media type stuff, I think, but even stuff like, like cameras and, um, you know, music, like we haven't even talked about music, like listening to stuff on Spotify or on Apple music. Um, there's all of these things that, um, I, I think is is I want to train them to do it well. I suppose I th maybe that's the, the the really the the crux of it is I want to train them to do it well, and that takes time. Um, 
and and you don't really and I think the other thing is that you don't even really know if you're doing it well until it's like way later you won't you won't know I don't know if what we're doing is right you know I don't know if we're if we're setting them up for failure or success I just I genuinely don't know well maybe to all of maybe, parents in court I know <laughs> that's true that's true that's it's true. funny like talking to new dads and yes I was a new dad at some point but it's just funny to see people who are about to be a dad and they're like ah I don't know like I don't know what I'm doing like I don't know I don't know how to take care of a kid I'm like neither yep. did I welcome to <laughs> neither did any, neither did anybody <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's weird like trying to think through this responsibility of stuff. I think there's there's also something in there where I'm like, I want them to kind of understand a little bit about the history of some of these things as we go. Um, I they were The girls were digging through my box of memories the other day. I just have like one box of, um, I don't know, stuff that I've collected over the years from my childhood and yada, yada. Anyways, there was a cassette tape in there, Kyle. And it was back in the day, you could like special order a cassette tape with your child's name on it. And they would record a song, like a happy birthday song with your name. So it'd be oh. like, happy birthday, Corey, da, 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 or whatever, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. And so you could play it, you put it in there. And now they probably do it with like AI or whatever. But back in the day, like these people <laughs> would record this song and it would have your name on it. And, nice. um, and I have this, Sony CD cassette FM AM radio boombox thing here. Wow. Um, in this house that the previous tenant left here when they moved oh. out. And and I was like, they put that, they're like, Dad, what is this? And I was like, Oh, let me talk to you about cassettes, you know? And we just had this fun little, you know, moment of I I pulled out this, you know, this cassette player or whatever and popped it in there and it sounded so bad you know like it was like you know like the tape <laughs> the mag like the stuff had gotten janky over the years but it was something there was something really like like kind of special and nostalgic about that but but it was also an opportunity for me to say hey this is how things used to be and not in a like oh these things were so much better but to give them a little bit more context of what it is that they get access to now um, and just like as we go, I think there are things that that make it kind of special, you know. Back in my day, kids, we had Facebook and we didn't know the dangers. <laughs> That's true, dude. When when I remember when Facebook was still like locked to, um, you had to be you had to have like an edu school like email address. Oh yeah. And I yeah. tried to hack the local, uh, like I tried to figure out how to hack into the local <laughs> high schools, like admin to give myself an edu email address and I couldn't figure it out. I never got it. But then like pretty shortly thereafter, they opened it up to regular emails and I was like, Oh, Facebook. But I remember back in the day, I was like, I couldn't wait to be on it because it was just so special. It was like the thing. And now I'm just like, yuck. I'm an old man, Kyle. Uh, not as old as me, so he got that going well, for you. <laughs> that's true. Okay, I appreciate you, you saying I was early 30s at the beginning of this episode. That You're made welcome. me feel good. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so let me ask you this. I'll ask you this question. Um, we're only about 36 minutes in. I feel like this garners more conversation. I would love to talk more about this. So maybe the next episode, let's do another. Because we talked a lot about like internet technology and like devices and stuff. I think that there's more that we can talk about as it pertains to technology. Um, I know you've got something after this toasters for sure. Microwaves things. Um, so why don't we wrap it up? We'll make this a two parter. So we'll end it here. Um, 
because we started a little bit late on the recording and I want to respect both of our times. Um, so on the next episode, we will continue the conversation about technology with kids and how we're handling that and thinking about that. And I don't know. And maybe we can even have some conversations with our, our wives this week or even our kids and ask them about what their thoughts are. And, uh, and maybe we can come back in next week and have uh, some interesting things to say. My Wait daughter up. will say, what's a technology? <laughs> I really hope so. <laughs> I really hope so. I'll record it for you, Corey. Good. She loves well, sending you man, audio messages. That's one of I really my daughter's them. favorite things is sending Corey audio messages. It's one of my favorite things to receive. Like if I see an audio message, it's like, it's probably Kyle, but I hope it's not. <laughs> I hope it's his daughter. <laughs> Every I don't time. Blame you. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that was a, that was a good show. We'll talk more about it next week and um, and we'll talk about the the devil that is technology, and we'll go we'll shake our fists at the clouds <laughs> at the cloud. Oh, I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle. Where can people go if they want to hang out with you online? Say hello. If they want to hang out with me online. Go to whatever it is now twitter or x.com and i'm it's kyle adams i-t-s kyle adams i just say go there that's the best place how about you Corey? you can find me uh, i just rebuilt my website um or i finished i suppose i'm as a as a web developer by trade uh i take too long to do these things so i just was like nope the cutoff is like a week ago and so i i rebuilt it so that's coreydhmiller.com um, I'm, I dabble a little bit in the Twitter sphere. So Corey DH Miller there. Um, and you can find us at dadmade.co, not CEO, but CEO, <laughs> dadmade.co. Like <laughs> dadmade.co. <laughs> That'd be a great uh, URL to have actually. That would be, yeah. Dad.co. <laughs> I don't want to be a CEO though. So well, we're CEO over, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, so we can so you can go there. You can sign up for our newsletter, um, and uh, and you can also say hi there. So, thanks so much for listening and or watching. If we ever put this online, <laughs> so and uh, Kyle, good chats, good show, good show. Bye bye.